Picture this. Your best friend comes to talk to you about a problem they're having. And you're listening supportively. And suddenly it dawns on you. You know just what they need to do. <laughs> and so, since in your great wisdom you have the answer, you stop listening and start giving advice, only to see their eyes grow distant. It turned out advice wasn't what they were looking for. They were looking for a listening ear and a shoulder to cry on. A lot of times what people give us isn't exactly what we were looking for. We learn these lessons over and over throughout our lives, in our friendships, in marriage, in other relationships. I learned this lesson over and over again as a pastor. It doesn't help to offer a person prayer and empathy when what they're really looking for is food to fill a hungry belly or a pair of clean, dry socks. But it often goes in the other direction, at least as often. I've had the experience of jumping in to try to fix someone's practical problems when what they're really looking for is someone to take them seriously, to listen to them, and to pray with them. Back in the mid-20th century, the famous psychologist Abraham Maslow suggested that human beings have a hierarchy of needs in a kind of pyramid. That at the most basic level are physical needs like food and air and water <clears throat> and sleep. And that when those basic needs are satisfied, we turn our attention to meeting slightly higher level needs like safety, shelter, security. And then at levels above that, we seek to meet social needs, needs for love and belonging and inclusion. And then personal, ego kind of needs for things like recognition and self-esteem and prestige. And once those are met, Maslow believed that we have the highest need of all, which he called self-actualization, a kind of need for creativity and personal growth, a drive to develop our gifts and be our best self, and pursue transcendent values like truth and justice. Now, in the basic version of Maslow's model, the idea is that you have to meet those basic needs at a lower level before you're able to turn your attention to the higher ones. And that may not be completely true. Even in desperate situations or great poverty, where food and shelter may not be assured, people still invest great energy in friendships, in love and inclusion, and in truth and justice. But even if we can work on multiple levels at once, it's certainly true that all of us experience these needs. As Annie Lennox put it in the 1980s, everybody's looking for something. Most of us for many things at once. What are you looking for? Those are the very first words that Jesus speaks in the Gospel of John. What are you looking for? The Gospel of John begins with a prologue that's a kind of cosmic hymn of praise. It's famous and we hear it at Christmas time. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word was made flesh, and lived among us, and we beheld his glory. And after this cosmic prologue, the scene shifts to the Jordan River where John is baptizing. And the passage we heard this morning where two of his disciples go to follow Jesus. 
And then, at this point in the story, Jesus opens his mouth for the first time. The word of God speaks. And the words he speaks are not a statement, but a question. What are you looking for? It's as if this incarnate word has come to us not to sell us something, not to tell us what he has to offer. He opens with a question. What is it that you seek? Now, Jesus will have a lot of statements to make later in John's gospel. And what's remarkable is how many of them in this gospel of John fit a particular pattern. I am the bread of life, he says. I am the light of the world. I am the gate for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the true vine. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Scholars call these the I am sayings of John's gospel. And they fit this simple pattern. And they're distinctive in part because I am in scripture is famously the name of God. The name of God as God revealed it to Moses way back in the book of Exodus, when Moses encountered God in a burning bush. And when Moses asks God's name and says, when I go to the people, who should I say has sent me? And God says, tell them I am has sent you. I am who I am. And so I am is the name of God, the name of the Holy One. And when Jesus over and over repeats this same phrase in the Gospel of John, there's an echo of the name of God and even an implicit kind of claim to the authority of God. But what these I am sayings also tell us is that whatever it is we're looking for, here in Jesus, we can find it. Physical needs. I am the bread of life. I am living water. I am the light of the world. Security needs. I am the good shepherd. I am the gate. I am the way. Social needs, needs for love and inclusion. I am the vine, you are the branches, abide in me. And of course, higher level needs. Because here is a self-actualization beyond anything we could have imagined. I am the truth. I am the life. I am the resurrection. Here at the very beginning of his ministry, Jesus encounters these disciples of John the Baptist and asks what they are looking for. And they don't respond right away. They meet his question with another question. Where are you staying? And indeed, they go and stay with him and become his disciples. But a few lines later, Andrew lets slip, perhaps, what it is they were looking for. Because in his enthusiasm, when he goes to his brother Peter, he says, we have found the Messiah, the anointed one. And so it seems perhaps that, at least for Andrew, that is what he was looking for. The Messiah, the anointed one, a figure of Jewish expectation, a chosen leader who will set Israel free. And indeed, Jesus will meet that expectation. 
but not exactly in the way that Andrew and Peter might expect. Not a military leader, not a king, at least not a literal one on a throne at Jerusalem, but one who will bring a new kind of freedom. Freedom from sin, freedom from death itself. This morning we also heard St. Paul writing to the Christian community in the city of Corinth. And this church is a group of mostly Gentiles whom Paul met as he was traveling around the Mediterranean and arrived in Corinth and he was the founder of this church as his preaching gathered a group of disciples. But these people, these Gentiles, were not looking for a Messiah. They had no concept or no idea of Messiah. It was not meaningful for them. What they were looking for was other things. But they too, in their humanity, brought their deep human needs. And as Paul began to preach the good news to them, they found that here in Jesus was one who fed them as well. And people of every possible time and place and culture have found the same have found that what they are looking for can be found in Jesus ever since as his movement and his salvation have cascaded down the ages in the unfolding epiphany of God's love, even to today, even to this place. So what are you looking for today? Whatever it might be, Jesus can offer it. Although, just like for those early disciples, it might come in a way different than what you've been expecting. Are you hungry for food? Here is one who has fed the 5,000 with physical bread and who also will provide a spiritual food beyond what you have known. If you come seeking love and belonging and inclusion, Jesus has that to offer because he is love, together with the community of his friends. If you seek power, Jesus offers that too, although not the power of the sword, but the stronger power of the cross. And if you seek justice, Jesus insists that all are equal in God's eyes because all are children of one father. And Jesus offers the strength to keep walking the path until that vision is reality. So come, come to Jesus and find what you seek. But be warned, Jesus will meet your needs beyond what you've ever imagined, but he'll also enlist you in meeting the needs of others. And he won't let go until the world has been transformed. Not just transformed into what you're looking for or what I'm looking for, but transformed into what God has been looking for throughout all eternity.